you ever seen someone do really well and wonder how on earth they managed it? I found myself asking that very question at times, and now I want to uncover the elements that go into creating success, influence, connection, and most importantly, happiness in people's lives. My friends, welcome to the High Performance Human Podcast. Welcome one and all to a very, very special edition of the High Performance Humans Podcast. Uh, Andy here, I am... I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. I'm honored. I'm privileged. Um, any superlative that you can think of, to be honest, I have uh, truly a, a special human being who does an insane amount for for a lot of incredible people. Javino McLean is the owner of J Seven Health Center in Manchester, England. Yes, mate. Finally, we've got two poms on this bloody show, man. I'm getting out, I'm getting out I'm getting overrun by Australians and whatnot. It's good to have another another palm on the my side this time. Um he is the owner of J7 Health Center and uh, based in Manchester they do some incredible things. Uh if before I even get started gang if you are not following this human on social media you, there's something missing in your life. There really, really is. The work that he does, uh, particularly with people that have fallen victim to health conditions that have created mobility issues and whatnot, is um, simply... Uh, the word inspirational, Javino, gets banded around way too much, my man. But the stuff that you do, I'm just so happy to have you on this show because High Performance Humans is all about making high performance more accessible. And you see high performance on a whole nother level with some of the people that you look after um man how the devil are you mate i'm good brother i'm happy i'm here i'm living you know what i mean I'm, I've, I've eaten food i've drunk some water i've got some shoes i've got some socks i'm grateful man and yeah i really appreciate you inviting me on this wonderful show really oh, mate, the the privilege is is all mine fella i'm telling you now i mean it was it was hilarious gang i sent uh, Javino a, a, a message on Instagram. And normally, mate, when it comes to people that have got uh, the sort of following that, you, that you've that you garnered and whatnot, um, it, you get some flipping line, you get blow-offs and, and whatnot. But, gang, I, I almost want to record or I almost want to share the, the soundbite that he sent back. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, fuck, we dead. All right, we're on. Um, and you know was, what? You know why I did that, Andy? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be like, I'm a very honest person, and I'm just totally naked in my emotions. I I like you, mate. I, I don't mean that in a weird way. <laughs> I like you. Make you mean so, whatever way you I, want. I get, yeah. I get, I get, I get, so, I get so many requests every single day for different things, and I'm at this stage in my life, man. I was, I'm nearly, I'm nearly forty, Andy. I was thirty nine two weeks ago, so I'm creeping up to that forty. But I'm at this stage in my life where. I only want to do things, have conversations with people who I I think I'm going to enjoy speaking to them. I think they're going to enjoy speaking to me because there's yeah. power in conversation. So I take this shit seriously and I don't ever want to waste my voice, my my passion, my heart when, with somebody who's not going to really fully receive it. And I went on your page and instantly, it wasn't about you following. It wasn't about you being a fellow Brit. It was just about the way you was as a person. I thought, yeah. That's my kind of guy right there. So me and him could have a great convo. Mm, and that's why man. I responded so quick. 
Oh man, I'm so I'm so excited and, I, and I'm grateful, man. I really, really am. This is going to be an episode team that you're going to want to listen to over and over again, as I'm sure you can already hear. Um, Javino has got some energy to him, man. <laughs> some energy. Anyway, before we crack on and get stuck into the meat and veg of this thing, my man, let's uh, quickly uh, have a bit of an MO and a bit of a dig into Javino McLean. So, look, high performance humans for me is about four success, four pillars uh, towards high performance being success. Connection, influence, and happiness, of course. Mate, before we get stuck in, give everybody a bit of a genesis, a bit of an MO on who Javino McLean is and what got you to this point. Oh, mate, when people ask me this, it's, it's a bit of a weird question. Long story short, I'm just I'm just a man who believes in happiness. I'm a man that believes that everyone's got amazing inside of him. And all I do is try and expose that in people in my little daft, silly ways. I'm a man that believes that exercise is the most powerful tool on this planet. And if you get it right, I think everyone's got the ability to change somebody else's life. And I generally, if I'm honest, Andy, I look at this shit. Can I swear, by the way? You swear? Mate, wait, we're already halfway there. So <laughs> but uh, I'm the kind of man, I, I look at the stuff that's going on with me and I think I don't get it, Andy. All I'm doing is treating people normal, treating people how they should be treated and it's, the world's gone crazy through it. And I literally go, that shows you how bad of a state the world is in at the moment where me just treating somebody normal gets so much attention. And like I said, man, with me, I'm an exercise specialist. And all I do is try and give people the confidence back. That's it. I think you, you sort of hit the nail on the head a little bit there when you said it's a bit of an indictment on the world when uh, someone like yourself who's just going about business the way that he feels it should be gone about um, yeah. is, is garnering the absolutely justified attention that you're receiving, right? Um, you know, the, the I think... I hate I hate the word authenticity. I really, really do. I think it just gets completely used, overused, and abused, especially in a corporate environment. Yeah. But um, the realness and 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 the purity, I think, is probably the best word for it. That that your energy um, brings to screens, to people's uh, psyches, and whatnot, is it's just undeniable. Right, you know, like whether you love it or hate it, whether you think it's incredible or really irritating, it doesn't matter. The fact that it's just, it's just so pure. Um, I'm, so, I'm so glad you said that, Andy. That there means the world to me, and I get a lot of compliments. What what you what you said there is all I try to do, man. I believe, bro. I believe that I've done this. I've trained disabled people, elderly people for 22 years, and never took a penny. Never took a penny. I think we live in a world, this, I don't know whether I sound like an old whinging dude, but this world that we live in is full of clout chasing idiots. Yep. It's full of people that claim they want to help people. But it's it's not, you, you, so an example being if Andy, if you was homeless, Andy, God forbid, and I wanted to give you a sandwich or a drink or a cup of coffee, I'm, a, I'm just going to do it. But now the, this generation will have to back out the phone and it's, hey guys, I'm here with Andy. I'm going to give him a sandwich. And then that's the world that we live in and everything I do, I just try and I think if I'm going to help somebody from the purest part of my soul, there's no, there's no ATM machine, there's no bank. And that's why I've never took a penny because if I take money for helping somebody and I generally want to help him, 
that dilutes my intentions if I'm taking money for, for services. So all I try and be is my pure self. I don't give a, I don't care, brother. Like when I film things, it's taken me, I've been doing this for 22 years. I've only recently started filming. So mm. I didn't care. I was doing it for me. I was doing it because I wanted to help and accidentally somebody filmed something in my gym without me knowing. And it was one of my OAP classes and it went crazy. It went absolutely viral. And then the amount of messages that I received from people saying, my grandmother, my grandfather, my dad would love that class. So I seen the beauty on it on the other side. But when I say pure, when I'm training somebody, I'm naked, man. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm two characters. My energy is crazy, but I also get very emotional at the same time because I know mm -hmm. what these people are going through. And all I try to do is I just pour my heart out into people. And I think the way I always look at it is if I'm going to give you everything that's in my heart, everything that's in my soul, for somebody to receive it, absorb it, and then use that to make their lives better, use that to smile a bit more, use what I give them to then pass it on to their family members. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, but it does get tiring, man, in a great way. And, and I want to I wanna dig into that in a little bit, man, because um, you're... You can tell, right, that none of this is scripted. Not one bit. And... and Oh, man, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps just listening to that little bit that you just said. To be perfectly to be perfectly honest, like we talk about connection and 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 influence and whatnot, and a lot of the time, a lot of the time, it gets talked about in a commercial aspect, right? Um, um, you know, the commercialization, you know, influence, like you said, taking a selfie of giving a sandwich to a homeless person and whatnot. Yeah. It's, it's that, you know, how can I influence people? And and I'm really glad that you clarified what you just said there because um, you'd be a lot of people that'll be like, well, well, shit, what the hell is he doing then? Like, why is he, why is he, why is he built, you know, 500,000 followers on Instagram and, and whatever else, right? Like, surely, surely there's some commercial benefit to that. And you know what? Um, I, until recently, I had a real problem and a real bad relationship with money. Um, but ultimately money does make the world go round. Now you're saying that you don't take any money, um, of, uh, anybody that you've been helping for 22 years, which I just think is like just the best thing ever. And humans like you need to be bloody given nighthoods, not some of the flogs that get them these days. Yeah. Um, but, um, I'm like I'm like thinking about it going and before anybody starts sort of questioning this guy understand he deserves it he deserves to get some some pats on the back from the world for the amount of energy that he's giving to the world um it's only it's only karma that's that that, that is paying him back here right and I think the fact that you talk about your intention being one of purity and whatnot I think just that in itself, gang, shit. I'm going to re-listen this, to this bit over and over again. I'm going to tell you what, Andy. I'm going to tell you what I found. I found things that are greater than money, man. Mm. But I've accidentally found things that are greater than money. So when it's all... I know it's, 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 it may sound a bit hypocritical about filming, but obviously I'll tell you the reason why I film. I can give you examples, man. Examples that, to this day, to this day, it it gets me. 
I'll give you one example. One of my youngsters called Josh, who's a cerebral palsy. He's wheelchair bound. Love Josh. That's my little bro. That's my little brother. I love him to death. So one day I made Josh stand up for. I said to him, How long can you stand up for? I don't care about your wheelchair. I don't care. I care about you and what 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 are we doing today? I don't care about your disability. And he said to me, the most he's the longest he's ever stood up was six or seven seconds. I said, All right. I said, today we're gonna stand up for 20. And I love showing people how amazing they are. I love showing people that they can redefine the boundaries. So I'm, I filmed the video and he stood up for 20 seconds and I'm I'm going crazy. And, the, and then Josh, you just seen him just grow and grow and grow in confidence. It was absolutely unbelievable. But look at this now. I've now received thousands of videos and this is the reason why I post. It's not about me. If you look at them videos, I've got my socks on, my sliders. Half the time I've got no socks on. Trusty toes, <laughs> trusty toes. You see, but like, look at me now. I'm not even being barbers, Andy. I'm, I don't care. Don't give a damn. But the video got such amazing. It went so far around the world. I got thousands of videos from people around the world who were same, who were disabled like Joshy. He was so. I had a video from a lad in Ireland who was the same age as Josh. He went into his bedroom. And he replicated the video of me and Josh. It was him holding on to his drawers. Mm. And he was 26 years old. And he filmed himself doing it. And he held on for 15 seconds. And then he sent me a video evidencing, showing it, crying his eyes out, saying that he's 26 years old. He's never done that. And he thanks God that that Sunday morning, the, the algorithms shown a video of me and it made him do it. And since that video... I've had thousands of kids from around the world who have had the same condition say, do you know what? I'm going to try and be better today. I'm going to try and do what that person did. And then since that day, I film everything because guess what? There's other people with conditions. And then I can go on and on and on. Let me tell you this one, Andy. I need to get it off my chest while I'm rolling now. No, I've got, I got a video of a lady who lives in, I think it was the Isle of Man, one of them islands, and she watched a video of me with my, uh... oh, man, Tommy. Tommy's not in a good place, but one of my elderly guys called Tommy, who's had a stroke. My brother, for the first time in 25 years, she walked to the shop by herself. She lives in a local shop. It's not far. It's probably about 150 metres, she says. But because of her conditions, and she's got quite a few different ones, I don't know whether it's a bit of embarrassment or... She's scared, man. She's scared to go to that shop. And she never walks to the shop. She has to wait for her daughter to escort her to the shop. And she said, watching the video with Tommy, who's older, who's in a worse physical condition than her, who's in a worse mental condition, if Tommy can do what I've just seen in Jay's video, I can be better today. And she walked and she sent me a video. She said, Jay, I've just seen your video. I'm going to try and walk to the shop by myself. It's been 25 years. And then she, I didn't hear nothing for four hours. And then she sent me another message, crying her eyes out again, emotional. And I got emotional. And she told me that she walked about 50 meters. She got a bit tired. She sat down on the bench. She got back up. She carried on walking. She went into the shop and the shopkeeper was saying, where's your daughter? Because she only used to see her with her daughter. And she went, I'm here by myself today. And the shopkeeper couldn't believe that she was there by herself. And she got herself a little groceries. She got herself some local digestives and a little bit of cat food or whatever she needed. 
And she walked back to her house and she did it by herself, my brother. And that to me is one of the reasons why I film. Because I get things like that, I get all day and I think that there to me is worth more than gold. That's worth more than anything on this planet. The fact that I've given that lady who I've never met in my life the confidence to do something like that that day, I can't complain. Man, I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling to bloody hold it back myself now, right? Like I'm, I'm honestly, um, guys, you, you might, you obviously won't be able to see this, maybe, but unless you're watching it on YouTube, but I'm choking up hearing it. Um, we don't realize think- how grateful we are. We're in a, we're in a, we're, the world's in a horrible place. The world's in a horrible place, man. I've got, I, how there's certain things that we do, right, in Australia and in England, where it drives me mad. It hurts my soul, man. I'm at the age, Andy, where Things affect me more than what they used to. When I was little, before I had my two kids, I used to watch the adverts on TV with the African kids and the poor kids. I didn't really connect with it. The stuff that's going on in 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 uh, Palestine and Iraq, I can't watch them kids and people going through that stuff. Mm. As humans, we're in a horrible place, and I think it's about gratitude. I'm an ex-athlete. I, I, I'm from poverty, brother. I'm from Jamaica. I was born in Jamaica. I know what it's like on the other side. So now, every single day of my life, I have to be this dude because I know how grateful I am to be even me, even on my worst day, even you in beautiful Australia, even on your worst day, that's paradise to somebody else. Uh. The fact that it's paradise to somebody else. Even, bro, this morning, check this out. This morning, I trained a new client. New client. This person's disability is so bad. They, uh, it's degenerative. It's going to get worse. They may not be here in 10 years. They can't do anything. They can't, anything. They, they, he can't scratch his face. He can't scratch his nose. He can't scratch his knee. The things that we do every single day, we take for granted. Mm. Take for granted. And when I come across people like I did today, he has he doesn't complain. He turns up and he says, Jay, what are we doing today? Let's go for it. I go, what? Jay, what are we doing today? Let's go hard. But yet there's people out there who have got everything, who have been blessed. Like the opportunity to fully experience life is a gift that not everybody gets me. And I deal with the people that haven't been blessed with that opportunity. And the fact that he said that today, he said, yo, what we doing? Let's go. I have to give you the best. I have to, I, I, I ain't never going to fail, Andy. I've never failed. And I don't mean that in a, in a patronizing way. I go through shit as well. I go through personal problems and money problems. But guess what? If somebody's chosen Javino to put some joy into your life today, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. I'm going to give you the best. I can't, like, I know I'm going off a bit here, but I have to sometimes get it out, Andy. Do you know how many cancer patients I train? Terminal cancers. I train people that ain't going to be here next year, but yet they've chosen Javino. You see what I'm saying? This is not your typical PT client relationship. I train one of my one of my guys that I train. Summertime, he knows he's not going to be here. He knows he's not going to be here. 
And I don't know. I love my family, Andy, like you do and everybody else. I do not know how I would cope if I was in that situation. I'm strong. I've been an ex-athlete. I'm a Team GB powerlifter now. That doesn't mean shit. What I can put on a deadlift bar, what my muscles look like. Why you ain't never going to see me take my top off? Mm. I'm, not into, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sell sex. I'm not trying to sell my body, my physique. I'm trying to give some people something a bit purer. And this man knows he ain't going to be here in, 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 in summertime. So there's a countdown to when you're going to die. And I, look, I, I hate saying it, but I have to let people know. There's a, there's a countdown, man, on when this man's going to take his last breath. But yet, every week you want to turn up for me, and you've chosen me. You said, here's my life. I've only got six months. I want to spend it, some of it with you. That to me is, I'm so, I'm blessed. I'm so grateful that that man has chosen me. Therefore, you best believe I'm going to give you the fucking greatest session of your life every single session because I know the time is ticking and I don't try, I'm not trying to make it a depressive thing. I'm just trying to show people the realness of what I have to go through every day and what other people go through every day. And this is why the importance of just being a nice person. I ain't got no magic potion, Andy. I, I'm not curing cancer. I'm not curing any illnesses. I'm just being a nice person. And when you talk about human performance, this is what fucking human performance is. Human performance is what I do every day, but that's in a minute, that's on a small scale. Human performance, elite human performance, is saying, okay, this is what I've been given by God. This is my, this is what I, this is what I've got. I'm gonna make that as wonderful and as great. I'm going to leave my impact on this planet and do it in, 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 in my way. And when I, when I train the people that I train, I look at it as elite human performers. I look at it as just as, you know, when we watch Usain Bolt in the Olympics and he brought all them records and we watch mm. these elite athletes, elite cricketers, elite football players, elite, my guys are just as elite. So when I trained, last week I trained one of my stroke ladies, stroke survivors, Auntie Pauline. She ain't moved the arm in six months, so we've been working for five months just to get a little bit of movement, Andy. She moved that two inches. She moved that affected arm two inches last week. It was such an emotional time for us. That performance is just as great as Lionel Messi scoring a, a a free kick in the World Cup final. Her performance of moving two inches is just as impressive to me as Usain Bolt breaking a world record in the Olympics. And I hope that makes sense to people because that's how hard they have. They've got to work just as hard. Man. I could listen to you forever. I really, really could. Like, the... The, I mean, the next the next question, gang, that we always generally tend to ask is, what is your definition of a high-performance human? And bearing in mind, right, me and Javine, we only just started, we only just started connecting like a day and a half ago. This guy, for me, he sees high performance on a daily basis in a way that is so profound that you can hear it in his description of what's going on in his in his gym and you hear it in in 
how he's describing what's happening in front of him every single day. Um, you talk about um, inf- being like being influential and being connected and all that sort of stuff. And and I've had a lots. Of, I've had lots of really really cool people be on this podcast, right? And and they're really really cool, very clever, high intellect. Um, you know, and and they're all really cool people, thankfully. But what you've just said there shows that the real true power of being a high performance human, it's something that's other than yourself, right? When you talk about influence, your purpose, your reason for being on this planet, right? Jay is just, that for me is what a high performance human is, right? I love that I, I, you know, I love that you have clearly through no fault of your own, you call it accidental, which I think is just hilariously beautiful. Right. Uh, Right. Um, And I mean, and I mean those two words as well. I think it's hilarious. And I think it's just so special. Um, You see, and you, you recognize that those two inches of a, of an arm moving North or South or wherever is as significant to that person is 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 the greatest achievement that any human could ever make. Yeah. And, and I love this is what high performance humans is all about. Yeah, this is the epitome of it. I mean shit, Jay, you might you need to have the mic, not me, my man, seriously, because um because that is exactly what we're trying to achieve here. It's understanding where your baseline is, or as Jay just put it there, like what God, what God gave you, whether it's good or bad. So, and I'm guessing that's what you're talking about here in a greater sense here, Jay, is, is that, you know, God's given some of these people real big challenges in life, real big tests in life. Right. Um, and it's what you do with it. Um, um, and, and, and what you make of it that determines at uh, the level of performance that you end up achieving, right? Um, now, I want to ask. I want to ask about you a little bit more, man, because you are just one special human. Of that, there is no doubt. And I'm choking up even saying it now. Um, why? 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 You know, you've said all these incredible things. Why? Why do you do what you do? Don't know. Don't know. I'm. This is, I don't like injustice, man. Like, since I was 16, I, there's, have you, have you heard the cricket story about Ishmael? Have you ever heard that one? Nah, tell us. This is, I don't, there's nobody in my family with a disability that I know. I don't know, brother. There's something, I'm just the kind of person that if I see something, I'm going to say it. I've always believed that I'm gifted, not in not in a boastful way. I believe that your gift is what you can do better than everybody else, but effortlessly, like Michael Jordan, effortlessly on the b-ball court, mm. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Like, I'm a cricket guy, do you know what I mean? So all my cricket heroes, effortless. Uh, how many stories? You're an English lad, so you know about Georgie Best and Gaza. How mm. many times have you heard stories about Georgie Best turning up steaming, drunk as a skunk, but he can still get that football and score a hat-trick? Yeah. I believe that my gift is making people fall in love with exercise and uh, I do it easy. And when I was 16, man, something happened. I love telling this story, man, but it, it upsets me at the same time because he's no longer here. Where 
I don't know what happened. I don't know why I did this. It could have it could have been bad because I should have been beat up. If I'm honest, I should the, the family should have beat me up. I'm playing. I'm doing a coaching session, Andy, with a bunch of uh, young cricket lads in Manchester, and I look to my left and I see a family, an Asian family, playing cricket. Loads of them, fucking loads of them, man. And there was one of them in a wheelchair. Ishmael, rest in peace, Ishmael. And he just looks like he wanted him, and I couldn't take my eyes off him. Could not take my eyes off this man, and he looked like he wanted him. And I said, you know what? I need to go over. So I went over. I had no business. I had no right to go over and intervene. It was not my place. And I said, who is this man to you lot? And one person said, it's my brother. Another person said, it's my dad. It's my uncle. So I said, how dare you not get him involved? I said, everyone's having the, 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 the best time. Beautiful sunshine, playing cricket, laughing and joking. How dare you lot, as his family members, not get him involved? And then there was an awkward silence. So I said, this is what we're going to do. I said, I'm doing a cricket session over here. We're all going to come together. We're going to play one big cricket match. And I rolled this male onto the wicket, like an Astro turf wicket. And I gave him the cricket bat, Andy, and I said, you're going to bat for an hour. I said, if you hit the ball, nothing happens. If you swing and miss, everybody does one burpee or one press up, whatever they can do. <laughs> so I made, all these, I made all these family members bowl at him and it was like a fun game. We had the time of our lives, and it was such a good game. At the end of the and this is where the magic was. Where at the end of the session, his wife, his wife, my beautiful lady, she uh, she come over to me. She doesn't speak a word of English. She gave me a hug that words words were not needed, and she gave me a hug, and she didn't let me go for about ten fifteen minutes. She gave me a hug, and the only way. I can explain that hug is when my aunt, my my auntie passed away a couple of years ago. Man, broke my family into bits. Man, she's the queen of my family. The hug that she gave me was a hug that my family members were giving to each other when my auntie died. Where you didn't need to speak. I know exactly what that hug meant, Andy. And then she cried for a bit. I cried. Didn't say a word to each other. Ishmael came over and he spoke broken English and he told me that he wasn't born disabled. He was a, an accident at home and he became disabled. And he said, it's the first time in 15, 20 years that he's felt alive. First time in 15, 20 years that he's felt alive. And I said, I was proud of myself. I don't really, I'm a very humble person. I never big myself up, but I was so proud, Andy, that I had the balls, the courage. To, to, to go over. I don't know why. Most people would have said, no, it's not my place. I don't know why I went over, but I'm so proud that I went over to give that man that experience to make him feel alive again because I think that's something that all humans should have. And that, to me, again, is high performance. Mm. The ability to overcome. High performance is when there's fear. Everyone's got fear in him. Even Mike Tyson, everyone's got fear in him. High performance isn't about how much Muscle you got, how much you can bench press, how quick you can run. High performance is whatever that fear is in front of you. Have you got the balls to go, you know what, I'm going to challenge it, I'm going to go head on. And I'm so proud of myself that 16, I had the courage, something it was inside me to go over. And since that day, that's been what I've been about. I understood how important it was. I understood how important it was to get people involved, to the normality 
if you watch a lot of the stuff that I do, Andy, mm. I just try it. It's normality. I did a video recently with one of my girls, Amy. This girl's been through the worst, man. Like this, this girl was in a in a you know the Ariana Grande situation at Manchester, the bombing. Mm. She was trapped in there in a wheelchair, Andy. She's been through the worst, and she became a recluse. The world seemed like the worst place for her, and then luckily, me and her got together, and she said she messages me every day that she loves me, man. Every single day, Amy messages me that she loves me. And she says that uh, until recently, I didn't know this. She says that I'm the reason that she gets out of bed. I'm the reason she gets out of bed. And after what she's been through, to now see her going out to the cinemas, just living her life as a beautiful young girl. There's so much power in care. There's so much power in noticing people. And mm. I'm so glad that particular day I noticed Ishmael and I could give him something. And whatever I gave him, I guarantee it filtered through to the family. And that's one thing that, what kind of, this is why I do what I do, because I'm a bit of a weirdo. I look at people and I always try and analyse people, but I always see the families too. And anyone who's going through, even you or me, Andy, if we got ill, God forbid, every hospital appointment, every setback, everything that we go through, every pill we have to take, every injection, our families go through it as well. Mm. When I see people who are disabled, who have been treated in such shitty ways and have had to jump over so many hurdles, every time they go through pain, every time they go through some hardship, you best believe that mummy and daddy and brother and sister, they're going through it every step of the way. Right. So when I do when I do a lot of something nice for somebody and I see the family members get so emotional and cry. And the, and it's, it's not even them. They're not the ones that I'm working with. I'm working with the person. Mm. But I see how much it means to the family. And I see how easily I can do it. I have to go hard, Andy, because I know that it's not about me. It's not even just about the person. It's about their family getting some happiness as well. And mm. that's what drives me. That's what drives me. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Rita, Real Estate Training Australia. Shane and the team genuinely care for the success of all of their students, not only providing them with the qualifications to enter the industry, but the skills in order to thrive. With 24-hour online support, access to one-on-one training sessions, lifetime access to industry mentors and support, as well as free job-ready training programs for anybody that gets their qualifications through their portal. They're a tremendous outfit and they want to make sure that everybody that comes into the industry stays in the industry. For more information, make sure you head to their website, www.reta.edu.au. You've talked about that Ishmael story that when you were 16 years old, right? And so this is something that is just inherently natural to you, clearly, right? This is just your DNA speaking out and whatnot, right? Mm. Have you ever doubted it? Have you ever doubted your journey? No. Not one bit. Never. I've always been very true to myself. And I think, again, I love, I love the fact that your soul's called high performance. I'm a high-performing person. It's not always about the result for me. It's about the process. Mm. Since I was... And when I start, as I got older and I kind of gave up and retired from cricket and I carried on doing this full time, 
I always got questioned my intentions. People, I've had so many times where I've had to turn things down for people wanting me to take off my top and do the typical carny PT stuff. And I said, mm -mm, I, I'm not that dude. Mm. I don't need to show you my physique to let you know that I'm knowledgeable. I want to show you my heart. I want to show you motivational shit where you can feel it through the screen. Mm. And everything that's happening now, I always said to people years ago that once I show the world the way you should treat people during exercise, it will change everything. And I didn't mean that in a boastful way. I mean that how can it not? How can it not change everything where it's just people treating people good and that's us humans. That's all we, if you strip it down, that's all we want is to treat people good and be treated nice. If God forbid my kids became ill, all I would want as a parent is for them to be treated normal, to be included and to be seen. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I've never doubted my journey. My main struggles now, Andy, is, is guilt, man. Oh my God, I'm so, it's like I've got bipolar, Andy. I'm either up here or down there. <laughs> <laughs> what reason why is is guilt, man? I get I've got the the sickest amount of guilt every single day of my life, and it's it's a it's a struggle, but it's a struggle that I'm dealing with, man. Why? 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 Uh, it's quite unique. It, it's it's unique, but it's horrible. So I've got people from around the world who. Obviously, would I'd love to work uh, if I if I was a magician, Andy, I click my fingers and I can go to anywhere in the world. You know what I mean? But sadly, I can't be everywhere and I can't help everyone. Even even if I I, I wish I could. Like even look at Amy. When I when I first got into me working with Amy, some geezer rang me on the phone who was from London with a strong Cockney accent. Says I've got a girl here who's a big fan. This and that. So I said, and he went, can you, can you ring her? It's a birthday or something. So I said, cool. And when she rang me, I heard the Mancunian accent. So I put the phone down. And then she rang me back and I said, where are you at? She went, she's in Stockport. You know where Stockport is. Mm. She went, she's in Stockport. So I said, I'm not talking to you on the phone. I said, get a taxi. Come see me. I want to talk to you, hug you. I want to feel you. So I'm that kind of guy. If I can help you, I'll go out my way. Anyway, with the way things are going, Ah, oh, fuck it, man. I'll just tell you a situation. I'll tell you an example. Uh, there's a person... This has happened a lot of times, though. People out there are struggling, and a lot of people don't want to live, man. Mm -hmm. Now, we're very lucky. We're, we're blessed, brother. We're lucky. Like, every single day of my life, I've got my wife, my two beautiful kids, beautiful family. You're over there in beautiful Australia with your kids and, you know what I mean, living life. We want to be humans living. Sadly, a lot of people don't. Uh, and the example that I would talk about is, I'm not going to name the person, because I'm scared to go on the Instagram, man. I'm scared to go on the Instagram in case I see something, but this person messaged me in Florida saying that she's uh, made the decision that she doesn't want to be here anymore. Uh. She's got family members who live in the next states. I don't really know America. I know it's a big place, but she said they live in the next states. But they've not checked enough. Her phone's not ringing two and a half weeks. She said not one message from anybody to say, are you good? Are you okay? Do you need anything? And she's severely disabled, man. But obviously the system in America is a bit different from 
where we are and she's at she was at peace with it she was very calm she's made the decision that she's uh doesn't want to be here and she's gonna do whatever to not be here mm. but then she sent me a message saying uh just want i just want to let you know that if you was in florida or i could spend some time with you you'd be the reason for me uh reversing my decision and Andy, how do you respond to that, brother? That that I wish I could, man. I wish I could just clip my fingers and go to Florida and do you know what I mean? Give this girl I guarantee, bro, if I if I had half an hour with this girl, I could make her laugh, I could make her forget, I could bring her to a, a fantasy island, a fantasy where there's no pain for that 30 minutes. It's just me and her and we're just enjoying life. And then she will feel valued and she will get a little bit of confidence back. And uh, obviously it's not as easy as clicking my fingers and getting to, to Florida. Mm. And I've had many of them kind of messages, brother. I've, got, I've had many of them kind of messages, Andy, and it, it it affects me, man, because without being boastful, I know I could give that person something. Yeah. So I, I'm at the stage where Although I'm I'm grateful that uh, the pe the world is embracing what I'm doing. There's people out there that that need help, man, and I, and this is why I carry on going so hard because I'm just hoping that the person from Florida, praying to God, man, I'm praying to God, I'm praying to God, I'm praying to God, I'm praying to, God, I'm praying to fucking God that somebody messaged her just to say what's up. Mm. Could be a friend, Andy. Could be a fucking neighbor. I'm praying to God that somebody message her just to say, just to say, yo, I, I've not heard from you for a while. Are you okay? Do you need a cup of tea? Do, do you know what I mean? Something. I'm praying to God that. I'm praying to God that. I don't even want to go into it. Like, I mean, I, 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 and that's that's where my guilt comes from because it's a, it's a very unique thing to deal with. I've never, you know, I mean, a lot of people when they say guilt, they. It probably mean other things. Mm. My guilt is, I know I can help, man, if I could. Do you know what I mean? How do you... How do you, how do you process that? Like, I mean, because I understand, I mean, obviously, it's, it's very easy to say, look, man, you should not feel guilty. It's not your responsibility, blah, 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 blah. But for someone like yourself who clearly lives and breathes his values, lives and breathes his uh, purpose, his reason for being. Um, how, how do you cope with that and not, and not just crash and burn, man? Because at the end of the day, mate, I mean, there'll be people listening to this going, fuck me dad, this guy, this guy is not human, but you are right. Yeah. You are human. Yeah, um, I, is it support network? Is it the missus? Like, how are you continuing on this? Um, I don't want to even call. I don't want to call it crusade because that's a bit wanky. Um, <laughs> like, how do you how do you how do you deal with this shit, man? Uh, man, you, I, I, I don't it. deal with it. I don't deal with this. This. Well, I do deal with it. And I don't, with, with what I just told you, there's no coping for that. That's just something that I'm just going to have to take it on the chin. But what it has taught me to do, Andy, is 
go extremely hard at what I do. It's taught me that there's so much power in showing the world what I'm doing. So I owe it to myself to just keep on influencing people in the in in the way they in great ways that I'm doing. I feel like uh, you can't cope with that with them kind of things. It hurts me and it 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 just breaks my heart, but it just reminds me that I'm doing something unique. I'm doing something powerful. Mm. That's leaving a lot of stamp on the world in a great way. And uh, I'm human, man. And the fact is, it it reminds me to stay who the hell I am. High performance. I love that phrase, man. I do, Andy. Because high performance to me is, I'm going to show you all of me. I'm going to show you all of me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put a mask on. Some of my like one of my favorite cricketers is uh, growing up. One of my idols was Brett Lee. Brett Lee. I used to love Glenn McGrath as well. Andy Bickle. Uh, Sean Tate. A lot of my favorite cricketers, the Australian ones, mm. they show themselves when they're performing. There's no hiding who they are. And with me, I'll always show you who I am. And this is why you see me getting so excited and giddy and energetic but also showing who I truly am is I'm emotional man that comes with uh, the other side of the coin where I mean in order for me to have that energy that I give people on the flip side of the coin there's a lot of emotion involved and I'm not afraid to show that and there's a there's another gentleman who's from Holland very similar to the lady in Florida and he says something to me man that he says something to me that I'll never forget. Sent me a message. I've still, I've still got the video on my phone. He sent it to me on WhatsApp. Saying that he's uh, he's got a terminal illness. He's he's on his way out. He's what he was. Cool dude, man. Cool dude with dreadlocks. Looked like a bit like Jamiroquai. Hmm. His energy was his energy was crazy, Andy. And he's like, yeah, there's nothing that they can do. I'm a uh, I'll be gone in a few months. But he said something to me that I'll never forget. He went, you being yourself and showing the world how to treat people has traveled to places in the world that you will never, you won't understand the power of. He said, me being myself and showing the people my true self is getting to places around the world that I won't even understand how far it's going. Mm. And then he went on to say, basically, similar to what you said, that he's got family members in Africa, he's got family members in Eastern Europe who are watching my stuff, who are kind of going, that's how you treat humans. Mm. And he, what he's basically explaining is that what I'm doing, even though to me, he kept on bigging me up, saying that I'm humble and I'm just so down to earth. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he went, no, you don't understand how powerful and how far your work is going. And he said to me, he said, when you know that your life's ending, it's not what people think. It like if, and what he meant by that was that if I if I knew that if touch was something like that happened to me, I don't know what I'd think. But he said it's not what people think. He said that the way he thinks is, I know I've only got four months. What makes me happy? Mm. What makes me happy? Who makes me happy? 
and what places make me happy. Those are the three things that he said in the video. What, who, and where. And he said, I made him happy. And that to me blew me away, man. This man's at the end of his life and he's saying that I make him happy. Out of all the things, the people that this world can give you or show you or make you experience, he says, Javino McLean, 39-year-old, dry feet, socks and sliders, patchy beard, <laughs> J Jamaican man, makes him happy. And just being myself, man, that's high performance, is being yourself in the purest form. And I think it's powerful. Oh, man, is it? Um... You've mentioned you've you've talked about being blessed and you've 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 mentioned about you've mentioned God a couple of times. Like, are you overly religious? Oh hell no. Mm -mm. I believe in somebody. I believe in God. Mm. Uh, I believe in God, man. I'm. You know I mean, I believe that there is a God, but I'm not overly religious like that. Mm. I just, but I do believe in God. I believe that. I believe somebody exists, man. I believe that. Uh, some people get bigger tests than others. We've not been tested, Andy. We've been we've been tested in minimal ways. Yeah, big time. And I think the guys that we train, the guys that I train, sorry, have been tested in in serious ways. And I think that's why they're so special. And that's why I think their performances are better than us because they're they've been given bigger tasks and bigger hurdles to jump over. The yeah. hurdles that we've been given, we can just we can skip over them. So we don't need we don't need to be the highest performers, but when uh, when somebody like Shahed is one of my young girls who trains has got a, a condition called CMT, Charcot Marie Tooth, it's degenerative, meaning she's not every year it gets worse and worse with her mobility, and she's only twenty one. By thirty four, she probably knows she's not going to be here, mm. or she's going to be bed bound. But yet every day she will come in and every week she'll come in and she'll say, I ain't got no time to lose, Jay. I'm going, let, let's do it today. Let's that, um, that to me, you're the highest performer, baby. You're mm. the highest performer. Because I don't know whether, I I like to think that I'm a mentally strong person as well as a physically strong person. But that to me isn't, high. anyone could be physically strong. Does that mm. make you a high performer? Probably doesn't. Anybody could be mentally strong. Does that make you a high performer? In probably doesn't, can you be that mentally strong where something that's impossible, you're still going to give it a go? Something where you know the end product is not going to be, like usually high performance, the end product is a win, is a trophy or something where you can say, yeah, I did it. A lot of people that I train, the end performance is... It's not going to be a on a on a on a podium. It's not going to be roses and people cheering for you, but yet you still turn up and give it your best. Unbelievable. Honestly, man, I, I I'm just taking a note of what you just said there. Are you that are you that mentally strong that you give impossible a go? If I could write quick enough, I'd be writing, I'd be fucking steaming off my bloody page here, mate. I'm telling you that now. Shit, the bed. I, I, I hope that makes sense to all, man, to people that are listening. 
and, I, and I, it, it can't it can't come across as patronising, but giving impossible a goal, man, that to me is the I think that I try. And... You know what? I think I think patronising and patronising is an energy. It's not it's not a vocabulary, um, yeah. and um, and it's, it's beyond obvious that this is just so far from patronising. Um, what do your kids make of this? Of all of this, my little. Yeah, my little boys are wicked. My little boy, I've got a nine-year-old Mason and I've got a two-year-old who's the devil. He's the devil. He's crazy, and he's nuts. Mate, mate, oh second kids. It's, it's second kids, man. Oh, it... my God. Yeah, he's not got a clue. Leo's not got a clue. Mason is what I love about Mason. It's normal for him. He just sees daddy treating people nice. So he's got the, he's got the nicest heart, man, because he's seen it for so long. That he's just the nicest boy. He'll always try and help elderly people or disabled people. Uh, and he understands how lucky he is. Every single week, at some point, he'll say to me, I'm so lucky, Daddy. It's not with just places that we take him or things that we buy him at Christmas or his birthday, but he'll say things like, I'm so lucky because I know that a lot of people can't get up and jump. I know a lot of people can't sprint for the football. He he knows how lucky he is, and I'm glad that at nine years old, he's got that gratitude for life. Mm. What about your missus? My missus is amazing, man. She's a she goes through a lot for me because she's she's she has to put up with a lot because I'm exhausted, man. Like even though my energy is crazy, I work 15, 16 hour days. Mm. So a lot of the times when I get home, I'm tired because I give people my my all and give all my clients everything. So sometimes I go home, I am a bit tired. But my missus, she does everything, man. <laughs> she does everything. Like she, if it if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am because she's allowed my obsession with this to grow, and she holds down the house and the kids. Yeah, she's wonderful, man. She does everything, man. I cherish her, and I'll, I'll never take it for granted. And uh, she, she's she, she's proud of me in such a way, man. Where I know she don't have to say anything. She does, but I know by the way people react to me. And people, what things people say to her, she's she's very proud of me. And you know what? That means a lot. That means a hell of a lot. Just like my parents being proud of me. And I'm 39, man, but I'm still trying to please mummy and daddy. Yeah, man. All the kids, I said, no matter how old you are, I'm lucky that I've still got both of my parents living. So as long as they are here, I'm going to do my best. I remember when I was younger, I'd be playing cricket. I was a demon, man. I was a demon fast bowler. I was a monster. And... I'll never forget one day my dad said to somebody, it was said, I remember people used to come to my dad and say, oh my God, Javino's so quick and he got a fifer and he got seven wickets and he got this. My dad will go, oh, it's Jamaican, in it? It was just quite cool. He'll go, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it meant more to my dad when people said, he's such a well-mannered young boy, he's so respectful. That's when you see my dad kind of going to a different level of joy. Mm. So it meant more to my dad, to, like them things rather than the performance on the cricket field. And uh, even at 39, nearly 40, I'm still looking, I'm still trying to make my mum and dad feel that same way. I, to, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to pry too much here, but um, we talked about earlier on, you know how you mentioned that, um, you know, people that go through debilitating or uh, defining illnesses, you know, um, where they see the end in sight. Um, it, it's a finite end that's on the way. And and the family members around them 
feel it, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've gone through it. I've lost, you know, cousins and younger cousins to cancer and all this sort of stuff. I've, I've got the T-shirt on that one myself. When it comes to the guilt that you feel on a daily basis, obviously your family would feel that as well, right? Like oh, your oh. your missus would feel that. Your mum would most certainly feel that. I don't tell him. I don't tell him, Andy. I don't tell him, brother. But they would feel that, surely. My, my missus knows. She's heard me talk about a few things, but I'm a bit. Uh, I've got a strategy with with negativity and and badness. So my strategy is, I don't give it a grounds. I don't give it enough attention to develop into something. So when I'm Jamaican, right? So we got this saying that says misery needs company. Mm. So when I get when I get emotional and I go through what I'm going through, I don't want to put that on nobody else. So how, do you how, I, how, how do you process it, man? How do you yeah. how do you eradicate it? So I keep it in and I try and use that to do good for somebody else. Mm. So if I if I can't get to you in Miami, in Florida, I can't get to you in Holland. All that pain, all that hate, all that hurt, I have to bottle it up and use that, turn it into something magical and give it to Josh, give it to Amy, give it to Piero, give it to somebody else because I'm not going to waste it. Mm. And the only way, the only way I'll feel like I'm wasting it is if I give it to, I don't want to give misery to nobody, man. I can't do that. Mm. So a lot, a lot of the times when I do these podcasts and shows, it's a bit therapeutic to me because I don't mind telling you, I don't want to go to my mom or my kids and tell him that I spoke to somebody today who's only got six months to live. Mm. Because I don't know how, they're going to cope with that and I don't want to I, I bottle it I don't want it to grow into anything else I don't want to put that on nobody else because that might then affect my missus or my kids or my mum and dad's day or week or my friends or my family so a lot of the stuff man I don't I bottle it up and I don't because I don't want to get it out If unless it's positive happy stuff that I want to feed and grow and grow into something crazy around the world but them kind of personal things that's for Javino to deal with in whichever way I can. And I, I, I'll deal with it, man. Mate, I, I I admire, I respect, but um, it doesn't half concern me when people talk about things like bottling stuff up. So like, I, I do mental health stuff, right? And 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 um, your purpose and your the the light that shines out of you would would take care of so much more burden around guilt and and whatnot than 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 the normal person right than the normal human being your light is a bloody high performance in itself um um but I th you know every human has a limit right of course, of course. Yeah. um you know now and I don't know whether I'm asking this. I think I am. I'm asking this purely out of. Uh, I think it's purely selfish, really, because you know I've I've you know had my own mental health limits tested uh, on on one or two occasions, um, and I consider myself lucky to have escaped um, alive. Really, um, now for yourself, have you ever feel? Have you ever felt yourself get close, even close to that limit yet, or do you feel? No, I just find, no. I just find that fascinating, man. No. And that absolutely you know, fascinating. I, Andy, I've, I've never been close to that limit because I, I know I. This sounds like a bit of a 
big headed thing and please don't take it big headed. Nah, fuck, go for it. Go for it. I know I know how important I am to people. I know how valued I am to people. I know how people I know how much how loved I am to people. Amy, Fran. These people tell me every day that they love me. Josh tells me every time he sees me how much I mean to him, how much I've done for him. Kerber shows me appreciation and love every time I train her. I know how important I am to my people and that's enough for me. That's it. That's enough for me. So there's, there's pros and cons and there's, you know what I mean? There's different things, but the, the feeling valued and knowing everything that I put into this is, is appreciated by the people that I put it into. That to me is enough, man. You know, you know, you know what? The pennies dropped with me with this from what you just said. And FYI, I've been I've been trying to find a fucking answer for this for a while. So thanks for just coming on and just bumbling onto my show and fucking <laughs> making me go, fuck, I wish I'd have spoken to this dude a few years ago. Um it's the the observation that I've just made that's fucking put it all into some sense is the depth of belief that you have in your purpose. Yeah is it's so interwoven into your DNA, right? Yeah. I think, I think I'm just thinking back to, you know, my one or two times where I've, you know, stared mortality in the face and whatnot. And what it boils down to in like, in the simplest terms is it's a questioning of your validity. It's a que you question your purpose for being, right yeah. when it gets down to that real brass tax and you're insane it's just it's not insane it's just you're it's 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 not even and this is the ridiculous thing about this conversation right this is the fucking nuts thing about this conversation is that everything that's coming out of you that's making me emotional like you said right at the very start and this is where we're coming full circle with this conversation which is just beautiful is that it's clearly effortless for you because you have such an ingrained belief in your reason for being on this planet that all of the adversity, all of the, you know, the guilt, all of the burden um, that people unbeknowing to them, they don't mean to do it, right? They're just they're just reaching out because they're you know they want to show their appreciation, want to show their love. But the, the the amount of burden that that would place on your big fucking boulder esque shoulders, right? Um, is just completely superseded by the depth of belief that you that, that you have in why you exist. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Fucking mental. I agree with that. That is mental, and that's what it is. Yeah. If you are down, gang, up. This ain't a high performance lesson. This is a lesson in life, man. That I'm having with this. I've got to say, young man, because I just turned forty two weeks ago. So I've got ah, to... stop it with the same age. Had this, it's the worst, <laughs> man. It's the worst. Mate, oh, you know the difference. You know the difference between me and you, though, is I don't see no fucking salt and pepper in your shag, mate. mate I've see... got two. I've got two here. Fucking two. I've Come on, two. how are <laughs> fucking? I've got two. I've got two. Shut up. 
<laughs> you like my old, you like my old man was man. I swear you, I swear you're using just for men or some shit. Oh mate, I've you know what I have been using. Have you got Alpacin in Australia? Alpacin, the German shampoo that grows your hair. Nah. Have you not? Well, well Google it, Andy. It's, it's in Tesco's and stuff. Here. It's a German shampoo. Costs about eight quid. Every night I've been like this. Every night trying to try make it grow. And it's working a bit, though. It's working a bit, Andy. What do you, you mean? Tell How the fuck are you worried about going bold? <laughs> it's going, mate. Look. Oh, yeah. It's look, going. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He has, mate, uh, gang, yeah. he has got a weakness. It's all over in his head. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, listen, I've got a goal, mate. I've got a class in, in about five minutes that I've got a goal to. Mate, you got to go crack on. I, 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 that is just such a, that's just such an insane, incredible uh, way to end this show. And I, and I could talk to you forever, man. I feel Let's so. Let's do it again. Let's do I it feel again. so grateful to be connected to you, my friend. And and I, I, I only hope that this is the start. I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the motherland later this year. Oh, and definitely. I'm, stop, I'm stopping off in Manchester to come say hello. 100%, brother. We, we need to do part two, man. We could talk forever, man. Mate, you're, a, you're, an absolute, you're an absolute living, walking legend. I'm so grateful uh, for you to spend some time with us. Go help people that, um, that, that I'm sure love you for forever and a day. Um, thank you, and um, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, brother. Have a good day, brother. See you later. Take it easy. Take care. Bye, Gang, I tell you what, if that hasn't changed your life, that conversation, I I'm not sure I know what will. Um, Javino, he's jumped off now. He's he's off and he's he's away to go help another class. And bearing in mind, it's like it's getting towards seven o'clock at night uh, over in the UK now. Um, that is. He is the definition of high performance. And I'm getting emotional saying this, man. And I won't be I won't get like this too often on this show. But when you see and hear and feel the profound impact that one can have when the belief in your purpose is as strong as what Javino McLean's is. You don't need to sell that shit. You don't need to sell it. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to justify it to yourself. You don't need to convince yourself, convince others. You just are. You just be. Man, I need to go have a lie down. That was just... That was just the best conversation I've ever had. You guys, stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay happy. And thank you so much for being a part of this show. See you next time.
Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the High Performance Human. Hopefully, we've given you enough value to justify the time that you've given us. And we've got you that much closer to becoming your version of a high performance human. If you want to have any questions answered, then please feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Andy Reed Coaching, or alternatively, shoot me an email, Andy at andyreed.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And I really can't wait to hopefully bring you some more value in the next episode. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Most importantly, stay happy.